You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Oh, I mean, do news. Are, are we doing the, are we doing the Please same Please just thing? do the intro. Yo, guys, what's up? Welcome to Studio Blank, the anime and manga podcast where you can find all your news, views, and reviews on all things weeb every single week. We're a little late. I apologize. Welcome to episode 62 with me, I Love Mondays, Nate, Comfamous, and Tim, Syndax Atrix. Uh, we're here to talk about Arcane, some Halo stuff. And we're going to break down Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, that. That sound. So um, to get started, honestly, let's just break into some news, Wait, Tim. Yeah, I think yeah, Tim, stuff. Tim, please. The news. Then, I thought you were going to break us into content. And I was like, no, 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 nah, no, no, no. We can go straight to news. It's all okay. good. First things first. Mm-hmm. We have some SAO progressive news that I wanted to talk about. Um, like progress. So we have streamed the first three minutes of footage. Um, and... Congrats on them topping 1 billion yen in Japanese theaters. You guys have, you're only, you know, a 40th of the way to topping Demon Slayer. Um, only a 40th. It could be, it could be worse. It definitely could be worse. Like, the movie's been out for three weeks, and it's, you know, it's done almost $10 million U.S. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's doing fine. Um, it, yeah, this was just kind of one of those things. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Let's talk a little bit about SAO. I'm excited. No, it's good. I, um, I'm excited for it, though, just because... It comes to the States in, like, two fucking weeks. I know. It's coming in in December. I just want to point out really quickly, this, yeah. like, first... like Or second week of December. So these first two weeks of December, um, we have... Um, it, it comes in 10 days. <laughs> It'll yeah. be here in 10 days. So in these first two weeks of December, we have... All, all, uh, twelve episodes of JoJo's Part Five. Yes. Sao. Part Six. Um, it's Part Six, Season Five, Part Six. Holy shit! What the fuck is wrong with me, Tim? How, how am I mislabeling JoJo's parts? This, I, this is me. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna commit Sudoku. Uh, but so don't do that, have, please. <laughs> I like math puzzles. But so we have math all of that. Um, and then the next week we have Witch Queen is coming out, or just yeah. right now Witch Queen, the thirtieth anniversary for Destiny. Which Queen uh, is February. As, but yes. yes, as well as Halo actually yes. comes out. Which they also just put out Fractures a limited time for We're, We'll talk week. about it later. I'm pissed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I have very strong opinions on that. Tim, okay, please continue. Cool. More news. Okay. We're just blitzing um, this. It's fine. Just Lucky bastards that went to anime, anime NYC. I see you. I hear you. Your cosplays looked great. Fuck you guys. I wanted to go. <laughs> <laughs> but glad that we have regular conventions again. Um, interviews with Monster Girls. The manga ends in its eleventh volume next year, uh, right around this time. Big sad. I loved that anime. That that I one. I bought the manga. That one is actually worth. That is such a sweet and heartwarming anime. Uh, I will always recommend it. I will not, however, recommend many of the other Monster Girl ones. Uh, okay, I'm just okay. Um, here's one that I really liked and I thought was interesting. Um, have either of you guys read, uh, Yuji Kaku's Hell's Paradise? I have not. I don't it's, think so. It, it's just called Hell's Paradise, uh, Jugo, uh, Kuraku. Am I the only one that's read it? Yes. I think so. God damn it. I, okay. So, quick rundown on Hell's Paradise. Um, it's, I'm just going to read through it. It's faster. Um. Mm-hmm. 
the manga centers on Gabimaru, once exalted as the strongest ninja who has now quit his trade violating the laws of his village. After being captured, he claims he has nothing left to live for. However, due to his superhuman levels of training, he has inadvertently survived multiple executions from attempts at beheading to burning at the stake. The executioner, Sigiri Asaman, uh, tells him that he has a lingering attachment to life and issues him a mission to win his acquittal to find the elixir of immortality. Um, hmm. This is a really awesome manga. Highly recommend reading it if you can find it, because um, it ended in January. Uh, it's available on Jump Plus um, on their website, but it's getting a stage play. Of course. Ooh. Of course. And not going to lie, you, I just I would I miss... much rather see yeah. it get uh, an anime because it is very fun. It ran for about two years. Uh, actually, it might have ran for three. Yeah, it's about three. Um, but it was really spicy. So they, it, it's a bunch of criminals that are just, they have, they're supposed to all die. They're going on a suicide mission. Suicide squad, yeah. Um, and things take a really shitty turn for the worst really, really fast. <laughs> hmm. They do. Um, but the combat is beautiful. The story is great. The characters are yeah. very well written. It's very easy to get attached and then for your favorite character to get fucking offed really fast. It's like Attack, like on, Attack Titan. on Titan. <laughs> <laughs> I hate all of this. Okay, I want to point out. I want to point that that was not scripted. For everybody who's listening, that was not scripted. That was just yeah, me Paul, and Tim. Just Paul. I don't think anyone expects us to put in literally any effort to script it. If I can barely wrangle you two to get down to do the podcast. Okay, that's not totally true. I was here you, on time. You held, you wrangled me. That's okay. So here we go. I was just um, running a little bit late. Speaking of JoJo's Part Six, a little <gasps> bit earlier in the show, uh, more JoJo's Part Six news. Hey. There's a one-shot spin-off manga um, coming from Show Aimoto based on Part 6, and the art is really, really fucking cute. Is um, this the Part 6 one, or is I this the Josuke spin-off? Because that was announced like this This is not the Josuke spin-off. This is a Jolene spin-off. Okay, interesting. Oh. And it comes on December 18th. Um, it'll be in Ultra Jump, which I have no idea if I will actually be able to access it. But if I can, I will find it. Thank you. I will need it. <laughs> Um, okay. So... A real question before Jojo? we move on from that. I just want to know how many chapters Nate is into JoJo's, because I know he's been reading it on his I've on his I've iPad. been pretty stalled today. I picked back up, though. I'm in mm -hmm. part 8, chapter 17 or 18. Gotcha. For context, Paul, he's about 700 chapters deep. Gotcha. Mmm... Some, something like that. They all vary. This one's 110 chapters. The last one was only like 98 or something. Yeah, I but wasn't they, sure how long all, part seven was. I haven't read it yet. It highly recommend. Definitely the best it's, JoJo's It's on part my list. So far. Um, I actually okay. really, of... one sec before we get off JoJo's, I saw the, a good meme the other day and it was like yep. the weakest JoJo and it was Josuke from part eight who is just like skinny like in a sailor's outfit like really small and then it was like that's the strongest jojo's then the weakest jojo and it's jonathan and he's just <laughs> the bulkiest motherfucker unironically jonathan really do be the weakest jonathan um, do be the weakest jojo he do be for no reason 
imagine imagine losing to Dio. Well, he's literally the, couldn't be any other joke. So, so first of all, he's the only one that loses to Dio, and second of all, uh, he's the only one that doesn't get a stand. Even George yeah, Joestar, his throw. son, who doesn't show up canonically in the anime or the mainline manga, gets a stand in a spinoff. Just want to point that one out there. Truly the weakest. Okay, so um, all I want to do is I want to give uh, Jujutsu Kaisen the proper... Well, the horse beating that I gave Demon Slayer. Um, so, congratulations... Fair to Akutame Sensei for the fact that not only did they pen probably one of my favorite shonen pieces of the last decade um but an absolute banger that did so well when it came out as an anime that they made 710% more money <laughs> yeah yeah sales went up 710% in the last 15 months and most of it went up in the first eight. <laughs> that's that's kind of wild. So that is absolutely disgusting. That's a big fucking congratulations numbers. to Viz, Shueisha, and Gege Akatami on sixty million copies in circulation with the release of Volume Eighteen, like the same week that JJK Zero comes out. So. We did get a JJK Zero release date. We did, in fact. I'm so excited uh, for that movie. You have no idea. I, I, I do have an idea, actually. 50 million copies in circulation. 50 million? Back in June. Yeah. I want to point out, manga, peak manga content right now. Manga is peak manga. Just, just... I'm just saying. Truly, in fact. Oh, by the... Yeah, by the volume way. 8... Or volume 18 ships the the day after the film debut. <laughs> so I do want you to know when we went to, uh, when I went to trivia night at the bar, one of the questions was uh, the country that manga comes from. <laughs> uh, and so I just grabbed Please the paper. That was one of the few that you got right. Oh, it absolutely was. I grabbed the pen, I grabbed the pencil and, or the pen and the piece of paper from Kat. And I was like, please let me write this one down. I know this one. Please let me have this. I need a win. I need, this. <laughs> I need a W. Mm, pretty much. Yes, all the W's. Um, I can't believe that this movie releases on Christmas fucking Eve in Japan. I'm very upset about and it. And volume 18 ships on fucking Christmas Day. That That is spicy. I love that. All right, just, and I for our it. last piece of news last piece. for the day. Last beast. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie, we have... Some of the confirmed lists for Crunchy for Spring. Okay. Um. Here we Ooh. go. Oh we man, is Attack on Titan final season coming out January 9th, twenty twenty two? I was going to ignore that because fuck it. Fuck. <laughs> I was gonna, fuck it. Listen, fuck listen, season Nate, four point five. We, we, we've I, skipped I, over the bit of stealing Tim's thunder, so we can just we can just. <laughs> All right. Here we go. We have <laughs> we have Spy X Family. Spy, we have Tolodachi yes. Game, Inspector, okay. one yes. of my favorites. Um, a couple of Cuckoos, also very good. If you like the, if you want to feel feelings, that's a good place to go. Mm-hmm. Um, Dance Dance Danceur, The Dawn of the Witch, Shikamori's Not Just a Cutie, um, and 
Awashi. These were all announced during Anime NYC, which is a callback to the shout-out of fuck you guys that went. I'm jealous. I hate it. I love you. Have a good time. Glad That's conventions fair. are back. I'm excited. I, I need that. I want to point out we are still are getting, you know, if nobody said it, we are getting um, Demon Slayer back in the winter. Okay. Paul, Demon Slayer is coming a lot earlier than the oh, stuff Oh, you that said I just spring, didn't you? My brain. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Your brain. These are all spring shows. All right. So, that, listen, I'm just excited about the new Demon Slayer like episodes because I am it, also excited about new Demon Slayer content because as just, someone who has read the, the red whole light thing, district I'm is just excited. such a good arc. <laughs> I think you it's, mean the entertainment district. It's the yeah. red light district. It's. The, it, it, I'm pretty sure it says in the anime entertainment district. <laughs> it will forever. Be be known as the red light district and nothing people can fuck that. here except it um <laughs> sorry I, I want to point out i don't know if you've re- can i is that i have not read it don't spoil anything don't say anything don't even try don't think about it don't worry about it just we're gonna okay. we're gonna move on that's fair go ahead keep going are, more... we, start, are we starting with halo, you want Wait, start with halo? Tim, tim is there any more stuff that you want to talk about or you got through it as i said before I started that piece, I didn't know if you finished the piece. piece I didn't know if day. you finished the piece. I didn't know if there was That's another fair. thing you wanted to read out. Nope. I I was when I I closed all of my tabs. I'm so all proud of, of you. All we're, of the we're news done articles then. are closed. It's we done. finished There's the news. No more news. We're fucking done. Okay. Welcome everybody to probably what will be one of the most entertaining episodes of Studio Blank: The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Where do we want to start? Let's just start. You know, like, listen, we'll listen. Start. We're gonna do this like I eat my food. You ready? Which is starting with the shit I don't like and finishing with the shit I do. Right. The ugly, the bad, and the good. So, yep. Halo Infinite is that, has is that come okay out. with him? <laughs> I was going to say we, we start top to bottom and we go good, bad, ugly. Okay. Not unlike how, how our Discord call is set up. Um, um, <laughs> why am I good? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> You are you are the lawful good of this group, and you know it. No. Because I am chaotic. No, evil. he's not. <laughs> okay, okay, moving on. Okay, so we're going moving to talk on. about Halo. We have some... Let's just start with Halo. No, th- 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 Tim said start with good. Good seems more thematic. It's also the first thing on our list. We're going to talk about Arcane. So, if you have been living under a rock for the past 10 years, you have not heard about, or sorry, let me rephrase that because this is actually one of my favorite journalist pieces that I'm uh, stealing from right here. Unless you have been living under a rock that is under a larger rock that is surrounded by small pointy rocks for the last 10 years, you have heard about League of Legends. And you've heard about plenty of people complaining Hey, this game makes me hate my friends. This game makes me hate myself. This game makes me hate the devs. That's right. But what do we get from that? A world with plenty of lore and plenty of characters. And as of this past uh, two weeks ago, I think was... Oh, this last week was the last three episodes, correct? Correct. November 20th was the release date for the last three. As of November 20th, all nine episodes of Arcane are out. Tim and I have finished it. Paul is seven-ninths of the way through. Yep. Uh, I hate League of Legends. Tim plays it semi-regularly and Paul plays TFT. And our opinions on it are pretty much, God damn, that's a fucking banger. Yep. I, You said our- it, I think, last week or the week before, which was I don't think we've ever gotten any, f- like, this will be the standard for video game 
I was telling like, Max like today, like, this is the best 3D animated show that has come out. And it's Period. it's not even close. And now you can there are plenty of good 3D animated shows that have come out. I think the best one to compare this to would be uh, Clone Wars because it's very I was much. I say Star Wars Clone Wars is actually fantastic. Star Wars Clone and Wars for me was the bar before this, and yes, now it it's not even fucking close to the bar. No, it's no. Star Wars Clone Wars. We also need to, to be, take into account yeah. was made as a normal TV show, which means that they were putting out one episode a week for twelve to twenty four weeks. Uh, so they had less budget. They had less time. Um, it was also something that was just being put out as a kid's show, so it didn't need as much quality control, et cetera, et cetera. Arcane, and also older. It, and it's older, yes. Arcane is a, a very much an adult show. Yes. Uh, they say the F word, they flip people off, they do drugs, they kill people. It's it's an adult series. I want to point out, just, just for actual context here too, um, Clone Wars came out originally in 2008. Yeah, but so even with all of the graphical upgrades that they've gotten in the final season that came out two years ago uh, and in the Bad Batch, they're similar art styles in that they're both 3D animated and they're both painted uh, They're both painted textures, which is yes. awesome. I think that that is a beautiful style to go for, and I love that people are leaning into it. But where Arcane is different is they did everything as 2D effects. There was no 3D smoke. There was no 3D explosions. There was no 3D gunshots, and that's in, and that's not not everything in uh, Star Wars is 3D. Like the lasers, they don't simulate 3D lasers. That'd be fucking asinine. But the explosions are 3D. A lot of the stuff in there is 3D. And with everything being 2D, it gives it more of a cartoonish look. It's way cleaner aesthetically, and it allows them to give it exactly the palette that they want instead of. Creating an explosion in Maya or in 3D, uh, in 3DS or anything, or in After Effects or whatever, rendering it out for seven hours, seeing, oh, it's too big, it's too small, it's the wrong color, it's the wrong shape, and then re-rendering it. Or having to restylize it. Exactly. That's yeah. like, there's so many ways that they it did good. And Marvel, I was praising over the past few months for doing this with What If, all of their backgrounds, uh, or a majority of their backgrounds, and a all of their special effects were in 2D, and it gave it more of a comic book look. Arcane definitely stylizes more into 3D, and I love it. It's by far the prettiest show like, we've seen. They recognize the limitations of a medium in general, because mm -hmm. if you like pay attention to even modern video games that are supposed to be like true, like let's let's talk Forza, right? Mm -hmm. Like even Forza doesn't do 3D smoke well. Like none nope. of the big, big engines and big, big video games do 3D smoke really well. And mm -hmm. so when you also try to apply that to a medium that's all about like one plane visuals in a story, like and, and one plane character at some level, like it just messes everything up because you're trying to get the lighting right and the haze and mm -hmm. like the fog, quote unquote, like however you want to do the diffusion, etc. And then diffusing the objects around it gets even harder. Yeah. Like, and, and so it just gets real messy. And, and they were like, nope, we're not even going to try. Like Paul, we know the limitations like, of that thing. <laughs> so me having experience in doing 3D like smoke effects, mm -hmm. 3D smoke effects fucking suck uh, yep. because they are technically liquids. And animating liquids is a pain in the ass. Uh, it's it's all awful. It's it's all terrible. And for anybody who actually has the patience to do it and make it look good, I salute you because goddamn, it is terribly awful to make it look good. And Arcane just decided to skip it and go with the 2D effect, which works so well. There were entire sequences that they just did in 2D. Um, 
such as uh, one of my favorite sequences was the Echo Bridge sequence. Uh, yes. Where he turns the back Echo time. Sequence is and so it good. is, it doesn't even portray that well, I don't think. But if you watch it through, it does such a good job of saying, here's the fight, here's the entire thing in 2D slowed down, how it goes wrong, reset, do it all properly in 3D. And it was a full 2D sequence. It was absolutely amazing. The entire, everything, honestly, in this show was uh, outstanding. I fucking cried, and I hate League of Legends. So again, like, this show it can elicit emotion, and that is one of the best things that any show or content can do is pull an emotion out of you. Yep. Tim, I'll I'm going to let you, you do some commentary. Yeah, Tim, rant, we've please. We've been going off. Arcane has to be one of the best pieces of content I think I have ever received in my life it, for like a number of reasons. Um, I have not enjoyed a TV show that was that short ever, and, literally ever. And they got greenlit like, for season two the day after, so now you're waiting for more? Yeah, yeah I'm sitting here like, a nine-episode show, in most cases, is enough for me to go. Nope, it's not happening. I'm not. You're not. No, you're not getting a minute of my time. Mm-hmm. But as someone who has played League since season fucking one, um, I have like League holds a special place in my heart. As much as I hate it, I hate playing the fucking game. You hate the characters <laughs> are special. Yeah, like they. Yeah, the world. The they team, have... the, the lore team at Riot on League puts in, I, I can't even imagine how many fucking hours to make these characters and the world feel truly lived in and to see these characters that I care so deeply about brought to life, not only in a way that is like beautiful and lore accurate, but also in a way that like people that I know that hate League and hate the character that they chose or one of the two characters that they chose to be a focal point of this show. Hi, I fucking hate Jinx. But, like, to really be able to go he in does. and for people that hate Jinx or people that don't like Vi to understand the real dynamic that goes on between them and to understand why Jinx is so fucking psychologically broken is beautiful. And, like, the, the show covers a lot of very dark themes it might not very mature very deep but it yeah. doesn't have to i do also want to like, say it... like tim brought up the lore yeah. uh and i want to talk about the crackpot theory that's been going around because it is it's just goes to show how much care riot is actually putting into this and it's showing that they can really succeed at everything they do so the big thing is at the very end uh, they show they show a montage of a bunch of the characters and like where they're at during the end scenes, and there is a shot of Singed, who is relevant throughout the series but not really a focal character. He's just kind of there in the background. He talks a bit. He interacts with characters, but he doesn't do much. It zooms out. He has out. a part to play in the story, and that's it. Yeah, he has a part to play, and it's a very important part, but it's not a major one. Yeah. And so as it zooms out, it shows that there's a werewolf, uh, hung up on his ceiling. Uh, which we can only assume is Warwick. But what makes it interesting is that it looks like a character that we've already seen in the show uh, that dies. 
a character that isn't previously in the lore in a meaningful way. And when we go back and look at the 2017 rewrite of Warwick's lore, which uh, was two years into production of Arcane because it took uh, six years for it to be fully produced and put out, uh, that lore lines up to make it look like this is this character becomes a Warwick due to what happens in Arcane. Yep. And the fact that they were able to implement something in the game and then show something in the show that expanded on the lore in there, gave people Easter eggs and theories, and now has a potential to fully change the character dynamics between Warwick and, like, Vi and Jinx. That's insane. And so, like... That's that's why it's so interesting to me that we're we're getting this stuff. It shows that Riot actually cares. It shows that they're taking their time and it shows that they're not just half-assing it, which is what most of us would expect Riot to do after their blistering success with League of Legends, but they've just released like 5 games over the past years and all of them are bangers. Yeah, Riot I don't, doesn't I don't miss. Know how as Riot much as I have problems to make with 5 good games and this show and all of the Now mind you, Valorant lore also, fire. Valorant lore, it's, it, it's, it's a great fire, it's, it's but it barely exists. It's not as good as leagues, but what what is there is actually well written. Yes. Um. It just it does it hasn't had a full decade to develop. You know, like yeah. give it some time. Paul, um, please. I was just gonna say, like, as much as I don't like riots, you know, investors and and a bunch of the people at the top and the the issues that we all know exist within riot, mm-hmm. you know, as a, as a company, they don't miss. <laughs> like, they really like, don't, you know, like, like I, I, I can say that with League valve of... too. Well, like I, I can say the same with valve too, right? Like in all honesty, valve by and large, when they actually put something out, don't miss. There was actually, Do they have a bunch of issues. Yes. Well, it was funny that you, you brought up valve because people love to bring up like, Oh, valve fucking failed with this, this, and this, but it's like the only thing valve really failed with like properly over the past 10 years was I think the steam boxes. And that's just because there isn't a market for them and they weren't even the hardware behind it. Yep. Uh, they just made the software and then like put that software on steam links, which are now like a bunch of people have them, use them and love them. Yeah. And steam links are great by uh, themselves. And, like, like cause, the like, steam like, controller example, right? has it, a strong for, following yeah. like the for HTC people who say was it, fire. We go CSGO. Absolute hit hands down portal didn't miss team fortress. one and two right team fortress two and team fortress one didn't miss half right? life like half life didn't miss dota does not miss it like you can objectively not like it the way you don't like league but it doesn't miss has the world's largest prize pool right next to worlds right yeah like, it's it's so good that they never put out a card game or anything because i don't think they'd do well with that they try. They they failed at that one. It was. I have no idea what you're talking about. Valve no, doesn't uh, miss. <laughs> well, like Runeterra, like Legends ever. of Runeterra is okay, but it didn't have the same like league success. Well, Legends Runeterra? of Runeterra has a has about as strong a following as Gwent does. Yes. Okay. Like Gwent. Yeah, or, or, Gwent or Heroes of the Fo- or Heroes of the Storm. No. Okay. Heroes of the Storm was bigger. That's fair. Legends of Runeterra is a good game. Yes, I agree. Gwent? What was released? <laughs> Gwent did not get good until it was completely redone. <laughs> and Gwent's, Gwent now is still 
pretty fucking bad. <laughs> my 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 whole point was yes. that like the you can put out stuff that doesn't hit hit quote yeah. unquote that is just that is still Le- good. Legends of Runeterra is a on. decent card game, but doesn't stand up to the other games that are currently there like Magic and Hearthstone because yep. it wasn't there first and it doesn't bring anything new to the table. Exactly. So like anybody anywhere Riot or Valve get first, they win. Like even League, Half-Life Alex. League was like, do- League is really Dota 2 and that took the world by storm and became one of the biggest games of all time. I think it actually is the biggest game of all time, isn't it? I think it actually officially is now. It's really weird too cuz they take entirely different both League and Dota both got developers from Dota 1. So like Icefrog and Horum, I think is the other guy, something like that. And so, like, both of them grabbed the proper people. Both companies were like, nope, that's a thing. That's going to be a hit. We're grabbing somebody who worked on the first one and built their own games around it. And they have totally different kinds. Like, League does this whole thing and builds the marketing schedule around this. And Dota was like, no, all we care about is the international. And we have the biggest prize pool in the world at $40 million. Congratulations. Welcome to the game. Like, and neither of them are new player friendly, by the way, in case anybody wanted to jump into them after hearing us talk about them. Oh, yeah. Don't play League of Legends. But the point is, both of them have solid lore. Like, Dota has a Netflix show. Arcane's better. It's not even close. It's not even close. I I, I would also like to point uh, out it's because they put more money behind it, but that's a whole other thing. No, it's not because they put more money behind it. It's because they did it with an in-house studio, properly produced, taking care of their lore and their characters. Meanwhile, Dota was like, we want to put something out. We're going to license a fucking third-party Korean studio who did fucking Legend of Korra and asked them to 3D animate because we're too lazy to put behind a big budget. Yes. Sorry. Because, no, that it's fair, was, and that, you're not wrong. It's just, it's really funny for me. No, it's, I'm looking they at were it and lazy, go, and there's no excuse, Paul. They were lazy, and there's no excuse. It's lazy. They literally, like, if they cared about the money, because this is just a Valve thing when it comes to Dota, for whatever fucking if, reason, Paul, you're literally they right. don't they spend cared. money. If they cared, no. and they didn't, and they were lazy, and they tried to do it it's, for the bottom dollar, yeah. and that's not what it's you It's just really be funny to me, because Gabe sh- Gaben shows up at every single Dota event to launch it every single year, doesn't do anything for CSGO. Everybody goes, he doesn't care about CSGO. It's just the cash cow that brings the money home, but he likes Dota as a game, which apparently he does because he does in-game voice lines and shit for it, but never puts money behind it. Ever. Ever. Like, Paul, you don't get marketing don't for to. anything. <laughs> it's just, to. anyway. Paul, right. he, doesn't have to, he doesn't have to put money into Dota because there are plenty of fucking people all over yeah. the world that put all of their money into well, no, Dota. No, here's so the thing. They don't need to put to money anything. into advertising, right? Because all they have to do is convince some random asshole from Florida to play it, and then he'll just tell all his friends like, hey, have you guys heard about Dota 2? Hey, have you guys heard about the new updates? Hey, did you guys hear that there's a Dota anime on Netflix? Listen, that was a good time. <laughs> I'm not even I'm originally s- from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, but, but the Regardless. point is being like when studios decide to do it right, like when they say we're going to build a thing from our lore and our stuff that we enjoy and put the money behind it, you get Arcane. And that's, and and I, ha- you... I swear to God, I want like, I want an Arcane from like, Pick another so, game. So, Paul, so here's the thing. You bring up an excellent point, and that's when a studio really gives a shit. You have yeah. a director that cares, and you have a solid budget, and you want to take, you want to do, like, honor to your characters. Yeah. You you end up with something like Arcane, or you end up with something like Cowboy Bebop. Go ahead. So just, so just go ahead. So Tim and I are about six episodes into the 10 episode saga. That is the live action Cowboy Bebop on Netflix. I'm on episode seven. 
He's on. I, I said six episodes in, so we made it through six. I episodes. finished episode six. I just I, that's I we made to... it through six episodes. Six episodes in. That's that's the terminology. I'm technically correct. The point I, being, I have I have episode seven up on one screen right now. Stop! Stop! We're what? We're, we're doing the podcast. I'm not watching <sighs> it. It's okay. just up. So, it's there. The point being, we have been watching it and we have formed our opinions on it. Uh, the major outcry is that it is awful, that it is a piece of garbage that you shouldn't waste your time and that it butchers everything that you've ever loved if you've seen the original Cowboy Bebop. However, having seen the original Cowboy Bebop as recently as two weeks ago and having watched this, it is a dumb fucking fun time. It is so cartoony. It is so over the top. It looks like, I shit you not, and this was this was what I heard from... Uh, Moist Critical, who was literally like rated this so low, he didn't even give it a rating because uh, he hated it. But it looks like there's cosplayers at a fucking comic convention doing like a skit for it. That's almost what it looks like. And at every point, it is so just fucking ridiculous and hilarious. And all of the combat is over the top anime. Is like the first thing that Spike does is he walks into a casino flips a coin, does a fucking bicycle kick through the coin, the coin hits somebody in the head and knocks him over. Like, that is the intro to Spike. It is... So I saw that and I thought it was like... I didn't think it was actually part of the series. No, it it's... Like an adi- okay. That no, is, that is that's it, serious content, Paul. I will that say, is something that Spike can and has done. The first, the first fight scene is the most cartoony part of the entire series so that's far. Right. Um... But six episodes in, does it does it stay relatively true to the characters? Yes. Is it Cowboy Bebop the anime? Fuck no. God no. If anybody told me this was a one-to-one, I'd punch them in the face. If anybody told yeah. me that this uh, was as serious as Cowboy Bebop or anything, it's not. It's not even the same genre. Cowboy Bebop was noir with cyberpunk. This is Saturday morning cartoon with cyberpunk. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's enjoyable and I like it. But if you go into it expecting Cowboy Bebop, you will hate it. You will despise it. And you will ask for something else. So real quick before Tim goes, I want to make this point just because I think it's something we tend to like not talk about. And you and I broached this topic the other Mm day, which is like when somebody goes to adapt something, it needs to not to attempt to be a one-to-one recreation. There are absolutely times where they tried to one-to-one. Yeah. Um, the biggest points being uh, a lot of the voice lines yeah. are very anime. And when real people say it, it doesn't. Nobody talks like that. And we know that. Yeah. We, we all watched Evangelion. We made fun of the voice lines. But if you read that as a subtitled Japanese, it'd be fine. And you know that. Um, right. And then, uh, like, Ed... I've seen clips of Ed. I've seen clips of Ed. They they really try to one-to-one it. It's bad. It's real bad. It's as much bad. as I'm saying that I enjoy this show right now, I would give it a solid 6 out of 10, maybe 7 out of 10. Uh, it's it's well-made. They very much cared. John Cho as Spike Spiegel is amazing. Uh, what's... Uh, Mustafa Shakir as... Mustafa Shakir Jack. as Jet Black is phenomenal and then i forget who plays Faye, but she also danielle does danielle uh pineda yes danielle who pineda. is also you know what the casting the casting is, is amazing the casting is perfect 
The casting that's is what perfect. I, yeah, that's what I expected. Like though. anyone that, and you know what? I've seen a lot of complaints about like Faye as a character, in in the live action, and I'm like, shut the fuck up. This this Faye is great. She's. I love her. I like this Faye almost as much as I like the original. It's it's very much people are like it's character assassination. Um, it's not. Uh, it sh- because she works together with them more often than not. She's very much one to one. Uh, she does talk a little bit more, and all of the quips have been changed to be more like to be more unique. So like, there's stuff like uh, she talks about her shower bath shower, which is first of all the objectively right way to clean yourself. Okay, so you take a shower, right? You get all the the dirt and the grime and the sweat off. Then you take a bath, a nice relaxing bath. You put in your soaps, you get clean, and you don't have to worry about bathing in your own mess. And then you take a shower after that to rinse it all off. And you know what? I think the best part for me is Spike and Jet flame the shit out of her for it. They're like, that's so stupid. How could you, like, I was sitting. Why? I was sitting there next to Tim then, going, this is correct. She's objectively right. You know, and, I, and my favorite part is in fucking episode... Shit, fuck shit. Um, six. Episode six, where, uh, or it might have been five. It might have, it's episode is five. Is it shit, fuck shit? Is that what you're where, talking about? Yeah. Episode five, where fucking Spike goes and does it, and he comes back and he's like, you know what? I said I, res- I fully respect you now, and I lied. I fully respect you now. I just tried the shower bath shower thing, and it changed my life. That was the greatest thing ever. Talk to me about loofahs. Oh, and, I'm sorry. And Jet- that that to me is pure Spike and Faye content, and I'm so fucking here for it. I love when Jet's flying oh. around. He's like, "Yeah, I can't wait to go to that shop. They have bidets there." He's like, "Spike's like, what? Why do you want a bidet?" He's like, "Bidets are so nice. They make you feel clean. I can't wait. We get our next paycheck. I'm gonna get one for the ship, maybe two, one for each foot." And then you're oh like, what God. the fuck does Jet think bidets are? Because Spike is like, Jet, Jet, hold on. What do you think a bidet is? And then they just, then something happens and it cuts off. But like, that's the characters. They yeah. have, they have actually good chemistry. Uh, the, I, I've seen that Grin has been very redesigned uh, to be more of an actual transgendered character. Um, and then, which I've, I've heard is good. All of the villains that have shown up so far, almost one-to-one with their anime versions uh, in right. terms of look, in terms of how they act. It's it's awesome. It's honestly like seeing it jump out of the a- anime. But yeah. again, they, they cartoon it up a bit. It is, it's not your Cowboy Bebop noir anime. See, I'm just... Here's the thing. And this is something that I was thinking about today. Nate, Cowboy Bebop live action is not for you or for me. We are not its target audience. Traditional weebs who have seen the original are not the target audience of the live action Cowboy Bebop. Because we are not going to love it in most cases. We're not even supposed to like it. Yeah, we are not the target audience. But you know who is? People like Paul. People like that Forbes reviewer that have never seen the original. This might be that catalyst for them to go and watch it. Yeah. Like, you're going to watch this original or this live action Cowboy Bebop. And if you have nothing to compare it to, you're going to have a hell of a time. It's fun. The characters are fun. They're well, like, honestly, the world is fun. I the love characters John Cho are fun. with Spike's Bebop. Yeah. 
like it's I amazing. I will never like see another version of Spike and not hear John Cho going shower bath shower. Talk to me about loofahs. It's it, you know I want to point out I, I do want to point out shower bath shower is absolutely the play if you have time. Don't, if you have time and time. or water space on your bill, because we all yes. know that that consumes a lot of water because it's not only one shower, it's two showers and a bath. And the bath is the bath is the expensive part. Also from our chat, Zod has not seen the anime at all, but is three episodes into the Netflix and loving it. There you go. Exactly. That's the thing is like, I, I am enjoying this. I can understand why people don't like it that have seen the original. And you know what? You're right to feel that way. That's totally yeah. okay. What's not okay is to say it's character assassination or that, like, some dumb shit reason. Like, if you were like, I just, it feels too cartoony. It does not feel like Cowboy Bebop. Sure, that's fair. I understand. It isn't It isn't the Cowboy Bebop you were expecting. But there's a lot of improvements here that aren't terrible either. Yeah. Like, I kind of like the fun, bouncy Saturday morning cartoon Cowboy Bebop because unironically if I hadn't watched Cowboy Bebop again relatively recently that to me is what sticks out about the show is the fun like the fun moments the moments where you get to see Spike and Jet and Faye be over the top and really just shit on the villains yeah where where it's fucking Scooby-Doo hijinks (laughs) <laughs> that, that Those honestly are the probably I, one of the best i best remember ways the to most out of cowboy yeah. bebop not like the super like obviously there are super dark moments that i remember by comparison but like well, so here's the, the thing. fun parts of cowboy bebop are what make cowboy bebop for me in my head so when i think like cowboy bebop right right like in my head uh when i think anime i think the opening episode um mm-hmm. in new tijuana I think the episode with Gren, and I think the last episode. All yeah. three of those are dark. Um, That's fair. The Gren episode and the last ep- the Gren two episodes and the last two episodes specifically are not light episodes. They're they're not written that way. They're not perceived that way. There are light moments in the show, but there's also moments where Spike walks up to Faye and he's like, like no emotion, just hey. You didn't have to do that. And it's and that's a meme that's been going around a lot because uh, she posts something trying to like, I forget what the context is, but she posts something and Spike walks up to her and goes, hey, you didn't have to post that. It was something about his personal life and he was like, and you could tell he was not happy about it. But yeah. the meme has been co-opted to people literally just tweeting at Cowboy Bebop Netflix, hey, you didn't have to post that every single opportunity they get. So... It did stop being funny literally a minute after somebody did it. Like, it was funny, like, the first tweet and maybe, like, the second tweet. Now it's just not working. Yeah, now, but... it's, now it's not. But point being, uh, if you're online and you're seeing a bunch of people say, hey, Cowboy Bebop is fucking awful. It's a waste of your time. Go go flame the writers. First of all, don't. Uh, second of yeah. all, go watch the first four episodes or something that is a lot of time and i'm aware the first episode is extra cartoony Faye also comes in a little early in the first episode uh but she gets written back out of it just as quick so it doesn't really mess up the vibe of you getting to meet jet and spike she's there more as like a hey pop in as opposed to like 
Yeah. And like, I don't hate that moment. I and think they, it's kind of funny. There's also a lot of complaints that they were like ripping characters out of it and stopping with some side stuff, such as uh, the Teddy Bomber uh, episode did not include Cowboy Andy. But it did include literally like everything about the Teddy Bomber and his entire gimmick, which was he just wants to be heard and have somebody read his manifesto. And then, like, he just dies with everybody just not even knowing who he is or what he wants because he did it so poorly. Um, but I did notice later on in the uh, Bounty Spree episode uh, that when they were showing a list of bounty hunters, they showed Cowboy Andy on the list. So hmm. they're, like, removing tiny bits and pieces, but they're still paying homage to it in ways that are unique and interesting. Uh, I thought that was really cool. I really enjoyed that bit uh, specifically because Cowboy Andy is one of my favorite characters. He's so fucking dumb. Um, Cowboy Andy really do, in fact, be the dumbest. But I like I can understand certain complaints, like the yes. complaints of characters and, and bits being removed. Sure, that's fair. Mm -hmm. But this is also a 10-episode season. Like They also added bits to like the, the first episode. Yeah. They added a lot to the first episode, if we're honest. But... You know, feel like a lot got added places, period. But it's not all bad. Like, and no, I again, wouldn't even say most a, of it. This bad. is a a retelling. Um, it's a remix. This isn't. Yeah, like this is not Cowboy Bebop the way you know it. This is a more modern, in a sense. Hey, did you know that there's two versions of Full Metal Alchemist? Yeah. And Did you know that there's both one that people love and there's one that different? people pretend doesn't exist? Yeah, they're very the different. Part. Did you know that both of them are enjoyable, and that if you mm -hmm. don't compare Full Metal Alchemist to Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, it's a thoroughly enjoyable experience, and you'll have no problem watching it. But the moment you bring Correct. Brotherhood into the fold, you understand that Full Metal Alchemist is garbage. Hi, welcome to Cowboy Bebop and Cowboy Bebop Netflix. I was gonna say FMA by itself is like a great show. I oh, it's fantastic! It a lot. I watched the whole thing and was like, "This is thoroughly enjoyable. I love this show." And then my friend was like, hounding me to watch Brotherhood, and I was like, "I'm so fucking fine. I'll fucking watch it." And then I did, and I was like, "Oh, this is way better." Yeah, like it, and it, that's the situation here. But FMA original is kind of like Cowboy Bebop live action. Mm -hmm. It's not like it is a good show, but it's when a good you compare show, it to what it should be, the characters are there. The action is there, it's fun, it's dumb, but it's wrong. <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah, and the same thing can be said about FMA. It's that's, wrong. That's exactly it. It's fun, it's dumb, but it's wrong. Uh, and I, Zod, Zod brought up uh, Power Rangers in the chat, and I just want to say that the, the combat reminds me of Power Rangers-style combat. Yeah. And it's great. I love uh, and see, that is, I hold I hold a special place in my so heart for the Paul, Power Rangers. What that so means like, is like if I try to punch at Tim, he'll like block it, but there'll yeah. be like a solid like three seconds of this. You know? It really do, do they, like, be that. Talk and in it's between really it? fucking cheesy. Sometimes but it's, it's fun. But it's like huh, huh. like it, it's it's very like fast movements, but then stopping. Yeah. Very much the way that it would be animated. Gotcha. So it's that's fun. It is it's very that's the thing. It's fun. And if you can look at this and say I want to have fun, then I honestly recommend Cowboy Bebop Netflix. If you can't disconnect it from the actual show, don't don't even try because you will walk away mad. You will walk away upset. Turn off your eyes and ears when Ed shows up. 
I mean, I think you're supposed to do that regardless. Do you hate Ed? <laughs> no, just the the, the live version looks so bad. It's not even that it looks so bad. It's that the the, the child playing Ed is literally the introduction is them screaming yeah and it's like okay and it's and spike is like passed out like on the floor like i don't want to deal with this and he embodies the entire audience in that moment it's it's good so on that note Mm -hmm. let's uh let's let's time for the ugliest motherfucker in the room let's take a quick break what did you do this time in a minute and then we can go after this quick break Once that warm weather hits, it's time for cold brewed coffee. King's Ghost Coffee has the perfect kit for you. Our cold brewed kit comes with a pack of filters, instructions, and it will have you brewing like a pro in no time. It's really that simple, and nothing is better than slow cold brewed coffee, especially when it's King's Ghost. Head on over to kingsghostcoffee.com and grab your cold brewed kit today snap back to reality welcome Oop, back there goes halo what the fuck did you do this wrong okay, all right just go ahead and go ahead and rant on the halo real quick so welcome to the final segment of the good the bad and the ugly the good being arcane the bad and even not that bad being cowboy bebop and the ugly being halo infinite now as many people know last week on november 15th for the 20th anniversary of halo and the original xbox halo infinite released three weeks early their multiplayer in beta format what does this mean it means that you get the full halo infinite multiplayer experience as long as you only want to play quick play big team battle or ranked now that doesn't really matter what does matter is that halo has fucked up progression in every meaningful way so the current only way to get any armor for you, uh, I'm hoping that this is amended when the game comes out. Uh, the only way to get any armor right now is through the battle pass, which costs $10, pretty standard price. But the problem is the only way to level up the battle pass is by completing challenges. You only get a set amount of challenges per week. Each challenge only gives you X amount of experience. Uh, and all of the challenges are incredibly RNG where some of them can be as easy as win a quick play match, and some of them could be kill someone holding the enemy flag. Now, while that doesn't sound terrible, remember, you can't queue for capture the flag. You can queue for quick play or big team and roll the dice to see if you get a capture the flag match. For now, right now, I have two challenges that require capture the flag, and I haven't gotten it in five games. That's over an hour of time that I've made zero progress because the game did not allow me to. Now, If you think that's bad, let's dive in a little deeper. So, Halo Infinite and 343 have been touting for months how they are going to remove FOMO. How they are going to make it so that you, if you get a battle pass, it's always there. It never runs out. Don't have to deal with it. If you don't play, you miss out. 343 has been touting this from the rooftops. They've been throwing shade at Destiny and battle and like uh and like call of duty and fortnite for having these battle passes and uh, to to their to their point their battle pass is still good however they just released their first event this week uh very cool samurai and oni themed armor we all took a look at it it's beautiful there's cherry blossom footsteps it's awesome and it'd be even better if it wasn't available for 20 dollars in the store which they said they weren't gonna do 
or if we could progress this event pass in any way other than challenges that are RNG to get the challenges to progress the pass. So if I'm playing the event, right? There's a chance where I have zero challenges yep. to progress the pass and I can't complete any of those challenges in the event. So I'm incentivized to play a different game mode and not the event that they're actively doing because they don't reward me for it. Now, let's make this a little bit worse. If you don't complete the event, you don't get the armor pieces and it goes away forever. You can only get six or seven levels in the event a week that it's available. It's only available for six random weeks across the next six months. So you have to grind the fuck out of at least three of those if you want to hit the full uh, event pass. And that is how Halo is bringing in FOMO and Penny and uh, Nickel and Diamond Yell. Huh. That's fucking awful, right? I, I have no words right now. And you know what I'm... makes it even worse? Ah. Is that Halo Infinite is fucking phenomenal. It's, this game, it's great. this is the it's best really Halo good. has been. It feels so good to play. I'm running around and just doing stuff and having a good time. But I get no progression. Or let me rephrase that. I now get 50 experience per match. Thank you, our generous 343 overlords, for just making sure to put some lube on the fist. Like, I don't... Out of curiosity, have they specified if we're going to be progressing at all via campaign achievements? They, ooh, so people have data mined. The only things available from the campaign uh, with, um, in regards to skins and stuff, there is a couple of shaders and a couple of emblems that are available in the open world. We don't know if the battle pass will get any progress from it, but I'd assume fucking no, because that would drive people away from their free-to-play multiplayer, which is what they're circle jerking so hard right now. Sorry, I know I'm. It's so good. It's so good. It, this is literally. I want to point out. I want to point out too. If anybody has not been paying attention, Halo is back. Like, oh, it's back, back. Halo is back. Like Halo it's competitive is back. Ever. Halo, like, it's, honestly, it's as good as it's ever been. Halo peaked at Reach and then dropped off the moment that Four came out. Uh, I say peaked in Reach. I know a lot of people don't really like it, but Halo competitive peaked there, and yeah, uh, then it dropped with halo 4 Whether halo 5 not, came like, out reach is not the, the issue reach was at its best or halo was at its best at reach that's the end of the discussion yes i appreciate um, you i have my reach statue right there you can see it now um like halo 3 had the had my favorite combat but reach had the best combat reach um, reach is my favorite um yes. but, but so but the point yeah, being four and five dropped off they were four was a misstep five was a misjump um and then they took six years in the oven to bring us another Halo game, which is twice as long as usual, and then dropped Infinite, which is... And the gameplay stellar. It's amazing. It's, it's, it feels so good. It feels updated. It feels natural. It feels clean. The sound the sandbox design, just feels so good, too. Sandbox, everything. Like, the way... The way they split up normal and, and ranked, and they immediately they went cool... I know that they're entirely separate game modes. So in ranked, we're going to auto give you the BR instead of the AR. Like you only get the BR. The you map. don't get you any get radar. BR, you, you don't get, get grenades. You don't get a magnum. Like, yeah. cause that was going to be OP as fuck. <laughs> so they just gave you the BR and said, find your other weapons. Like there was so much fucking thought like to all of the designers, 
to all of the gameplay, like the the, the sandbox people. And Fucking then some kudos. assholes in ties decided that we don't get to have fun. I think our neighbors really enjoy this. I'm sorry. Way. I think our neighbors fucking hate us now. <laughs> Honestly, getting to hear that and with like a half second of delay twice. So through the walls and then <laughs> through my, through mic, my surround sound through the surround. was just so satisfying <laughs> because it really did just echo it to just me drove how the point home. much we're getting fucked. Dude, we're literally Thank you, 343. And it's so And I want to point out, too, awful. two things. Thanks, two thanks things. for fucking me raw and not asking. Number one, main battle pass, achieve, like, rewards are okay. The, the like, main battle okay. pass... I, they're I not wanna, bad. So for 10... I just really quickly, let's, let's, yeah. let's throw down some numbers here. Yeah. Halo 3, when it was released, had 10 full armor sets. Now, each of those sets had uh, four pieces total. It wasn't super robust. Um, Halo Infinite does have a lot more individual pieces, yes. uh, but I will get into how they shaft you on that in a minute because that's an entire other thing. Uh, but for $10, you get five armor sets. Um, that is, that is pretty good price. Uh, $2 if, in if armor set isn't bad. That's, that's really not. Um, if anybody's unaware what the first battle pass is, it's all of the Legends of Reach. So it's... You get uh, George, Carter, Cat, uh, Emil, and June's armor, which is super cool. I love, I love them. June's armor. June it's, and June and Emil are. I need. And I you know want my it, skull. It, I haven't seen anybody running favorite. George's, but I haven't seen it. Anybody. Has my George's is reach. all pieces? I think. I don't think it's actually a whole set. It's a full set. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, it is. Every every twenty, set. they give you a full set. Gotcha. Um, but so here's the thing: is they also there's armor cores. And the problem is, is that Halo Infinite touted, again, from the rooftops, 343, yelling, we have the best customization. Our customization is better than anything you've ever seen. We have our best people working on it, and it's going to be amazing. And you can mix and match any armor pieces and any armor sets and make yourself look incredible. There will be millions of options. You cannot use armor from one core on another core. Which means currently, me, level 9 in the battle pass, have two different armor sets. I cannot use what the helmet from one on the other. I cannot use the fucking colors from one on the other. I cannot use these shoulder pads from one on the other. I can't use the visor colors from one on the other. It's garbage. It's stupid. It's anti-consumer. It's very frustrating. Because I just want to put my fucking red visor on my B-suit. Because the, the, the B-suit is, is dope. There's a lot of stuff I want to do. Like, but I can't because 343 has decided that they will create a robust customization system and then lock all of it behind microtransactions, which is exactly what they said they wouldn't be doing. And that is why we need to hold them accountable. It's literally, well, it, it's, it's fair, not it's because... locked behind gameplay. It's just so much gameplay. No, Paul, that I'm talking absurd. about 343 said, like, I'm not even kidding, in a video that they put out about customization... All armor, all armor and cosmetics will be single source and you will never see one thing in the battle pass or an event and then see it in the store. The first event, we see something in the event and then in the store. That is, that is blatant that. lying. And that's the same video where they were talking about, you can swap and customize everything and everything works with itself and you cannot change things across armor cores. That's fair. It's, it's, it's very upsetting. 
it's the problem isn't that they're doing it it's that they lied about it yeah that's, that's where it's coming from because people are always like oh but eververse does this it's like yeah we don't, I don't give a fucking shit that's what aboutism i'm not talking about what about them i'm talking what about 343 right now i'm not talking about the thing that i hung up over there i'm talking about the fist that is currently in my ass trying to make me talk like a muppet and i'm not about it as you can see i'm very fired up today that's a good time. Okay, However, so I do, do want to bring it back down one correction. Yeah. Go ahead, Tim. Um, the armor set that you are referring to that is currently in the shop. Yes. Is not the armor set that's in the shop. It is a singular additional helmet for the armor set that is on the event battle pass, another color scheme for it, and the bow staff that for that is what you're paying 20, twenty fucking dollars for. Twenty dollars. So so Tim, let's just be I'm I'm not I'm not trying to be an asshole. All I am doing is I, I just want to make sure that we're clear that they're they're not they're not fucking you for something that's already in the battle pass. They're fucking you for something that should have just been included with the armor that you were getting from the fucking battle pass. But then they can't nickel and dime you. <laughs> Hold on, I'm loading it up because I haven't seen any of I am in, I am in so much pain because of this. It it hurts my soul. Three four three Please, I just because they're play so your game. they were so close, they were so close. Three, three, four, three. I have Halo was the first first person shooter I've ever played. I have been playing this series since I was fucking five years old. That is nineteen years. It's almost as long as it's been out, and I was way too young to be playing Halo at the time. Yep. And I, I just, I just want to have fun with your game. I just want to feel progress. I just, I just want to. I want there to be progress when I play your game and it doesn't feel like it's there right now. Yep. Yeah. That's yep. that's why I've played like maybe four hours of Halo the whole time is like, I'm like, why the fuck am I if, even going to play right now if I feel like I'm not getting anywhere? See, like, I, I don't mind being bad at Halo. <laughs> that's the end, end I of have the day. This, like, I have this brain where I'm like, I need to finish everything. I need to finish yep. all the challenges. I was only four uh, games away from finishing all the challenges last night, but I went to bed at 1 a.m. because I'm smart. Um, I mean, I went to bed at a reasonable hour because I'm smart. I have played 12 hours of Halo. Uh, just sweating and trying to get challenges done. That is almost all of my free time this week. And then there's I, Thanksgiving. And they I put let it right my smack in the middle of Thanksgiving do one of two things for me. I either have to have everything perfect and I have to complete everything or I'm not even going to fucking touch it. Because I'm just going to... I know that if I can't get it all, that I'm not going to get any of it. And that's how I feel about Halo right now and that's the way that this game makes me feel. Luckily, the battle pass will be there forever so you can always make progress in it. <laughs> Sure. But hey, yeah. you, know you know what's what? I believe that when this when this when season 1 of Halo ends, when Heroes of Reach goes away, and that battle pass is still there and I can go get all of the armor sets and the fucking firehead that I want that I want to be able to return to, sure. Then I will believe them and I will be a little less tweaked about it. But this is bullshit. Enough, enough dunking today. 
um, just to go this to a little bit This has been an episode of a, full of dunking, to be well, honest. Well, I mean, yes, but we're, we're going to go to something a little happier um, and news that we missed. Specifically, that Miyazaki's new film that apparently he came out of retirement in 2016 and is now just officially announcing that he is actually unretired for the project. Uh, <clears throat> five years, five years later, uh, says that he's officially making the new one and it is quoted to be by his producer. And I quote, hold on. <clears throat> Coming out of retirement with a new movie described by producer Toshio Suzuki as fantasy on a grand scale. He's 80 years old. So we're just getting okay, more Okay, so every Miyazaki. fucking the, the guy ha- in retires like Miyazaki film ever? Fantasy on a grand scale? I'm yeah, here yes. for it. Cool. Yeah, we're just getting more Miyazaki. That's all I wanted to say. Like, just because... It's, it's, it's his last film. Yeah. This is... If this is not his magnum opus, what else will be? That's very true. I want to like, point out the guy's 80, and he was like, I'm finally coming back to do... This man is Cher. He has unretired like six times. Like, just, it's fine. We all get it. We're all happy about it. Like, nobody's really, really upset with the fact that, like, he retires and then comes back. But I just wanted to point it out because, like, it's just, it's one of those things. I I think this truly will be the last time that he does that. Yeah. Like, if he came out of retirement in 2016 to start working on this piece, five years later, it's finally ready enough for him to be like this is the thing that i'm working on this is my magnum opus this is the last thing i will ever do film wise he's got to be pretty happy with where it's currently at to even make that like to be like this is like i am back and i am doing this and this is the last piece i want to point out too this is one of which is probably why he didn't say anything for the last five fucking years about it (laughs) Well, I want to point out too, this is also the the thing that's impressive about it. Um, This is, I think, one of the only five English interviews he's ever done. Like the interview that's on the New York Times is he has very seldomly done English interviews, much less interviews. This man is a hermit. He doesn't touch the media, right? Like we know this, but like he had an English interview. (laughs) So the guy's going through a translator asking all of these questions. The article's like... I think 12 pages long, almost something like that. It's a really long article and a long, long conversation with him. So we get a lot of insight into it, but um, I'm just excited for one last Miyazaki film. Like Howl's Moving Castle is one of my favorite films of all time. You know, Spirited Away is incredible. My Neighbor Totoro, um, Princess Mononoke, right? But like, Mm -hmm. it will be one of the last great hand-drawn animated films. Is it going to be hand-drawn? He's still he's still doing all of the hand drawn. He specifically mentions it in the article, going through the whole thing. That's all that matters. He's like, I, he's like, I have refused the computers with the exception of a couple things, and I will never touch them. Good, <laughs> okay. Because here's <laughs> the thing: I want to be clear. There's nothing wrong with CG or computer animation. What yeah. there is wrong is when you use it to take shortcuts. Yeah. Um. But hey, you know who doesn't take shortcuts? Who, Nate? protagonists of our light novel this week oh boy oh i fucking hey are you guys ready for literally solo leveling with less steps oh god go ahead one day dungeons appeared all over the world the creatures that sprung up from the dungeons laid waste to nearby humans and monsters however the umas commonly referred to as monsters that emerged from the dungeons seemed to lose their power uh pretty quickly 
as they left the dungeons. Soon they were quickly eradicated by technologically advanced countries. Although chaos occurred in countries that didn't have enough weapons, the monsters uh, that appeared on the ground were soon weak and were defeated by people who just underwent physical training. Quick countermeasures were soon taken, and the world regained a sense of peace. However, the world was once again changed when the country discovered that the dungeons have precious resources within them. In Japan, dungeons are finally open to the public and became a source of merriment and excitement. However, this is a story about a brother and sister who have been living in poverty since their parents disappeared. Then, a dungeon appeared in the basement of their tattered house in the countryside, and the siblings explore it for some entertainment in Basement Dungeon! Poor siblings become the strongest and enjoying exploration. Solo leveling with with less steps. It's not even just seems less like steps. a good read. It's even seems like it would be a very fun. No, time. it's less because steps because there's no ranking merriment. system. There's no ranking system. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. I was just gonna say it. Just like it, it specifically says of merriment and like enjoyment. It's not even to like be the strongest. It's because they want to enjoy the dungeon. No, that's that's uh the the dungeons in Japan. They just people go on tours of them. It's ridiculous. It's a Nate, tourist when you attraction. Started reading that. I was like, okay, cool. So, which of the thirteen fucking webtoons that are of this genre, um, or the four light novels that I've read of this of this genre, which one is it? Which one are you hitting me with? <laughs> and then it was it was entirely different, and I have never been more pleasantly surprised by a light novel title. I just want to point out too that like Gigak, if nobody's watched it yet, Gigak finally did a video on solo leveling. I and saw he just went that. What we all knew. I, he just I went through what we all knew. <laughs> Which he was, did the it solo do anything new. video, and I saw it's that, and I was like, best. "I was like, you're a son of a bitch." I was there first. <laughs> okay, I I did it first. I brought it up first. I brought it home. I want to point out too that like he does, he says exactly what we said, which is, it's nothing new. It's nothing super special. It just does everything perfectly for what it is. Yeah, like yeah, like that's just all. It, it it's just it's, perfect. It's not new. What it does. It's not groundbreaking. It's just perfect. Like solo leveling and demon slayer, in my opinion, have two very similar traits. They are not special by any means, but what they do, they do very fucking well. Yep. And that's all that's, that's going for them. That's it. Well, that's it's, all that you need. Though. They're just good. Like they, they've taken all of the best elements from all of the things around them and they go, we're going to do it, but we're going to do it better for the well. most part. Not everything well, is better. Well, well, all right, everybody. That's uh, a long day. I'm out. Paul, you don't even know what meme I'm doing. Day. No, I don't. I'm going to show you a funny. video after this. Oh, Lord. <laughs> hey, hey, Tim, want to go get some steaks? <laughs> steaks? Steaks? Tim, where, where can they find you? You guys can find me on the internet at twitch.tv slash syndixatrix at twitter.com slash syndixatrix at tiktok.com slash syndixatrix at instagram.com slash syndixatrix on youtube at syndixatrix um you can also find me running most of the studio blank twitter at studio blank pod or you can also find us the show itself on patreon at studio blank.com slash or fucking patreon.com slash studio blank god damn it how did i fuck that one up paul where do they find you y'all can find me uh on the internet at instagram and uh, Twitter at I underscore love underscore Mondays and D-O-I-S. And you can find me occasionally at TikTok doing things. Um, what's Nate doing? What's he doing? 
Hi, you can find me at uh, twitch.tv slash Comfamous, Instagram at Comfamous, Twitter at Comfamous, uh, and in Tim's bed tonight. Ooh, woo. Catch it on Patreon. That's a lie. That's not Patreon content. That's OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> the fact that y'all made one without my knowledge is very upsetting. But outside of that, it's continue. it's not the Studio Blank OnlyFans. It's, I, it's, it's Nate and I. Paul, it's not so much uh, that we made a Studio Blank OnlyFans without you. It's that it's only your nudes so far. Oh, got it. Okay. Oh, my bad. I my bad. Gotcha. I forgot I, listen, that we sent those out. Listen, as it's been a long time. It just. Slipped my mind. Tim, I'm so glad you knew exactly what I was doing. But thank you, everybody. This has been Studio Blank Episode 62. The Good, the Bad, the Ugly, Arcane, and Cowboy Bebop, and a little bit of Halo. Uh, join us next week for not the same time, but probably the same place. Uh, and we'll see you there. Bye. 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 That was really fast.